0: This morning we're going to continue in our study of what God wants for us. Uh, Turn with me in your Bible to John chapter 14. From the very beginning of the year, we've kind of been looking at this uh, for the last several weeks of trying to figure out uh, how we can live our life to the utmost for God. How can we, uh, you know, if we're going to... Begin a new year, and usually at the beginning of the year is when people try and do things to improve their life, to improve the way they do things, to make any changes that they uh, have been wanting to make. Some of us uh, go out and and try and lose weight by dieting. Some of us go out and try and get healthier by exercising, walking every day. Uh, uh, the other day I saw Brother Ed and uh, Shirley just walking up and down the road and and uh, boy, they looked good uh, walking, but they were cold. It was one of them cold mornings, and they uh, they had on their big coats, and, and I, I said, that's Brother Ed. Yeah. <laughs> Hard to tell who it was at first, but they were they were all bundled up, and they had that commitment to walking and exercising. Some of us have been trying to uh, renew our commitment to reading God's Word and staying in the Word or doing a devotion each morning, whatever it might be. And I've been going through some things to try and help us to to realize the things that God wants from us. In the last couple of weeks, we've seen... Uh, there's four things that God wants from us. And, and let me just share with you something to relieve you. None of those has anything to do with money, okay? So you don't have to worry about it. I'm not going to preach a sermon on giving or anything like that. But there's four things that God wants from us. And we saw the first week that... Uh, the first thing that God wants from us to do is to believe in Him. To believe Him. And... And... And really, in order to have a relationship with God, that's the first thing you have to do is believe in God. You can't do anything else for God until you believe Him. Believe in Him. Believe uh, who He is and and, uh, we... Looked all at that uh, that first week and how we need to believe God, believe Him for what He says to us, believe Him for uh, what He does for us and what He can give us and do for us in our life. And so the first thing that we have to learn is to believe in God. The second thing that goes right at hand in hand with that, once we do believe in God, <clears throat> we learn that... Once we believe in God, we can then love God. We can't love God until we believe Him. You can't love something that you don't know. I can't love chocolate until I first take a bite of chocolate, right? Uh, You can't know how good chocolate is until you... Take a bite of it. Now you can look at it, you can smell it, you can see it, you can you can do all kinds of things with it, but until you taste it, you can't really know how good it is. That's I tell my girls it's the same way with liver mush. You can't know how good liver mush is until you take it and you slice it and you fry it up and you eat it. You can't know how good it is. Some of you are looking at me like, What in the world that is? Just it's not. It's not. Robin says it's not good, but at, let me tell you, it's what I grew up eating every morning. Uh, you could eat it for lunch. You could eat it for supper. It's it's so good, but. You don't know what anything uh, we try and tell this to our girls. You don't know how good something is until you try it. Don't look at those uh, green beans on your plate and say how how awful they are because they're green and they're, and they're straight. You've got to taste them before you can know how uh, whether or not you like them or not. You can't say, oh, I don't like it just because it looks, doesn't look good. Well, you don't know how much you can love God until you believe in Him first. You've got to believe in Him first and then once you believe in Him, then you can come to a relationship where you love Him. Now once you believe in God and you love God and we talked about how much much do we really love God? We asked that of ourselves last week and we talked about true love and what true love is and we talked about how God's demonstrated His love to us and now we come to the third thing that God wants from us. We we love God, we believe in God, now we come to the point where we put the rubber to the road. If you love God and you believe in God, then you obey God. And so we're going to look at that in John chapter 14, Jesus is talking with his disciples and he's been telling them about how much he loves uh, them and has been doing things for him. And he says in verse 15, uh, John 14, verse 15, he says this simple verse, simple words. He says, if you, um, if you love me, then keep my commandments. If you love me, keep my commandments let's talk about that for a minute jesus has been with his disciples for three years he's been telling them about he's been doing everything with them he's eating and sleeping he's traveling he's teaching he's and they've heard everything he said they have heard him take the teachings of the of uh what God has given them and, and explained it in a way that they never heard before. He's been uh, demonstrating the love of God in ways they've never seen before. And He's been demonstrating His love for them. And He's about to go and demonstrate His love on an even greater level, and that is to give His life for them on the cross of Calvary. And Jesus says, Look, you, I have shown you and shown you and shown you how much I love you now. If you really love me, and that's, we talked about that last week, how we really need to love God. He says, if you love me, then you will do something for me. You will obey me. He says, if you love me, keep my commandments. And that's really what keeping commandments is. He says, you'll do what I say. You'll do the things that I say. And in so we need to ask, really ask ourselves... Uh, uh, right off, do we really love God? Do we love God the way we say that we do? Now, we talk about, there's a lot of things that we can talk about love, but until you actually demonstrate your love, it's not really true, is it? Now, you can, you can say, you know, well, I, I really love my parents. I love my parents. And uh, you demonstrate how much you love your parents by uh, when they ask you to take out the trash, you do it. And Jesus even uh, had a a parable. He says, who who really uh, loves the father the best? He says, there's two sons. The father goes out to one son and and he says, hey, uh, uh, go out into my field and work. And And his first son says, Uh, uh, He starts complaining about it. He says, no, I'm not going to do it. And later on, after the father leaves, he realizes he needs to go and do what his father says. So he goes and works in the field. And he goes to the second son, and he goes to the second son, hey, I need you to go work in the field. And the second son says, yes, Father, I'll go do whatever you say. I'll do whatever you want to. But the son never goes to the field because he doesn't want to, and he decides not to. And Jesus says, who shows the greater love? And the Pharisees said, hey, the first son, because even though he said that he didn't want to do it, he obeyed anyway. Jesus says to us, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. Love is demonstrated, demonstrated by how much we obey God. Uh, love, uh, ha, I, the motivation for our obedience is uh, love, but our demonstration of love is obedience. And so Jesus says, uh, "If you love me, you'll keep uh, you, you keep my commandments." Now, when I was studying through this, I came across something that I'd never seen before, and it, it was looking in that verse. He said, "Look at that verse with me." If you love me, it says, "Keep my commandments." Now. I've, I've, I have a background in English, and one of the, you have to have that in terms of understanding language and understanding different languages. And I got to looking at that word keep there, and I normally would have expected that to be an imperative. Now, uh, those of you who are English majors or remember your, uh, your uh, uh, junior high English, you'll remember that an imperative is a sentence, is a command. Uh, when you have an imperative, Stop. Now, that's an imperative, right? And that means you, it's a command. Stop doing whatever you're doing. Stop whatever it is that you're doing or to stop your car or whatever. Uh, if you're driving down the road and you're, all of a sudden your uh, spouse says to you while you're driving, stop! Then you realize that maybe they saw something you didn't see and you have to stop uh, or there's a puppy on the side of the road and they're wanting to pick it up or whatever it is. Anyway, that's an imperative. That means stop. A command. You don't... You don't Keep going, you stop. Uh, This, I thought, was an imperative. It's not an imperative. Actually, the word keep there is in the future tense. Now, uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, languages that don't have a future tense. Uh, uh, Greek has a future tense. And what that means is when it says that verse, it it says, if you love me, what it is is with the future, understanding that that's in a future tense, it says in a better way for us to understand it, is if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And some translations have it that way. I think the New Living Translation or the NIV has it that way. You will keep my... And that helps us to see that future tense. And what it means is, is if we love God, if we love Jesus, if we have a love relationship with God then everything that you do in your life will be related to keeping the commandments of God. You will obey God. You will obey Jesus Christ. You will keep His commandments in your life. Now, how do we do that in our life? Now, let's go back to that relationship that you have with your spouse. When you first... uh, uh, get into a relationship with someone that you love and, and and you're just filled with love and you're holding their hand and you're sitting up right next to them and, and uh, uh I, I remember when we were first married robin and i went we uh one of the first things we did after our honeymoon was pack up everything that we had and we moved out to texas so that i could go to seminary now that's a demonstration of love on robin's part to leave everything and go i remember uh uh, uh, the whole time we were leaving, Robin was crying. And I don't know if it was because she was so much in love with me or because she was so much uh, uh, going to miss seeing her parents. I think the latter than the former. But anyway... She, uh, when you first fall in love and you're sitting right uh, everywhere we went, we'd sit right next to each other and we were holding hands. And and when we were uh, trying to find an apartment out in Texas, uh, uh, the young lady that was the, uh, the agent for the apartment complex, she says, I can tell y'all are in love. She says, y'all are just so much together and everything. And I said, well, what else would you do? and uh but when you first fall in love, you uh make a declaration of your love, you proclaim your love and and one of those things uh, one of those ways in which you do that is when you get married, you stand in front of everyone and you profess your love, you proclaim your love uh, then you uh, uh, after you profess your love and you uh, Practice your love. You start doing thing uh, when you and you do that by every av- every activity, things that you do, all the things that you do in your life. Uh, you you tend to, uh, you start uh, thinking more about the person you love than you think about yourself. You practice that love you you put it that love into practice and you start doing those things for that uh, that means like for instance on your way home as you're stopping to get a mountain dew at at the flash foods on your way home from work you see a flower in the store and you say hey you know my wife will enjoy that And so you get that flower, not because you've done something wrong, not because it's Valentine's Day, just because you love that person. You want to do something nice for them. You're practicing that love. You're doing the things that help make your relationship smooth, and uh, and you start uh, and you do those things in in order to try and uh, demonstrate your love for that person by thinking of them more than you think of yourself. And so uh, when we come into a relationship with God, we... Uh, profess our love when we give our heart and life to Jesus Christ we practice that love one of the first things that you're supposed to do after you get saved is what you're to be baptized well you practice your love by uh, professing your love you, you profess your love when you uh, uh, come down the aisle and you say hey I, I'm a Christian I want to get baptized and all that you pro- uh, practice that love by being obedient to Jesus Christ and doing what he asks you to do and so uh you are putting that love into practice and and you're doing the things that you know that, that are important in your relationship to God. Why why do we ba- uh, get baptized and do those things cuz God said uh, Jesus says hey uh if you are my disciple you'll do these things you'll baptize uh we're we're told in Matthew 28 go and baptize uh, go te- teach my teachings and baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We're to go out, and that's one of the first things you do once you get saved, is you get saved and you get baptized, and that's a first step in in obedience, of so following in a, that obedience. And we demonstrate that love, and you demonstrate it in a lot of other things that you do. And you... Keep the commandments of of God by doing the things that He wants you to do. Now, uh, the problem is, is, that a lot of us we tend to uh, we tend to fall off from that, don't we? We uh, we fail to. You know, I, I've always wondered when you go to a doctor and you talk to that doctor about uh, what they're doing as a doctor. They call it their what practice right because they continue to do it they continue to doctor they doctor for people and they continue to learn they continue to develop their techniques for being a doctor and they continue to do things that'll make them a better doctor why is it that we don't practice in a lot of other things we don't practice uh showing our love by uh, we we think that we can do the things that we used to do in order to demonstrate our love to our spouse and and look uh holding the door for for uh somebody you love or or going around the car look when robin and i first got into a relationship i always went and opened the door for her and and she'd wait for me to open the door for her. After we got into a relationship a little bit longer, she didn't want to wait for me anymore. She just got, got in the car anyway. Uh, you have to change your methods, right? You have to do different things to show your love because things change. We fail to practice in our relationship to God because a lot of times we think all we've got to do is do the same old things that we always did. And... It demonstrates our love. Well, things change. Our lives change. We're in a different place in our life. We come to a point in which God desires uh, different things for us. We can't go back and do the things we used to always do because our life has changed. We have to continually change and modify uh, uh, our behaviors, do the things that God wants for us to do in different ways so that we can demonstrate that love for God. So we've got to pro- uh, profess our love for God. We've got to practice our love for God. Uh, and these things are important for us in order to do that. And then look, uh, he, Jesus says, if you do these things, look, skip down to verse 21. He says, He that hath my commandments and keepeth them. Now, here's the... Uh, the uh, uh, benefits of of doing what God wants for us to do, keeping God's command. He that keeps them, he it is that loveth me, and he that loves me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him, and and will manifest myself to him. Now, this is the great thing. Look, when we... When we begin to obey God and we obey Jesus Christ and do the things, we keep His commandments, we start doing those things. Jesus says, look, uh, when you're doing that, you're professing your love to God. And God sees that. and He's going to see those things. And God is going to show His love towards us. He will demonstrate those loves, that love towards us in ways. And we'll see Him. He says, we'll be able to to, uh, see the love of God in our life. There's, you know, from time to time, you'll come across a Christian that's been a Christian for a long time. And they just say, you know, uh, Pastor, I, I just, it's just so hard for me to see the good in people anymore. It's just all the bad things that are happening in life. Uh, It could be that they're not seeing the good in other people because they're not doing the good in their own life. They're not doing things in their own life. Uh, Jesus says, look, if you love me and keep my commandments, then God is going to demonstrate Himself towards us. He's going to show His love towards us and we'll be able to see Him. Maybe the reason you don't see God in life anymore or as much as you should is because you're not slowing down to obey Him and demonstrating your love towards Him. Uh, Jesus says, Says, If you do these things, then I will show myself towards you and you'll see uh, me in uh, your life. And he says in verse 25, These things I have spoken unto you, be ye present with you. Uh, So God's going to demonstrate His love towards us. Uh, Oh, 23 is the one I wanted to show you. Look at verse 23. Jesus answered and said unto him... Now, this is uh, towards a question that was made by Judas. This is a different different guy, not Judas Iscariot. He says, Lord, how is it that thou wilt manifest yourself to us and and not unto the world? (coughs) Jesus said in verse 23, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. Listen. He says, And he that loveth me not keepeth not my sayings, and the words which ye hear is not of mine, but the Father which sent me. Here. So, well, let me just say with you, Look, one of the greatest things that we can do is to obey Jesus Christ. And why do we do that? We do that because of the love that he has for us and the love that he's demonstrated to us and our desire to demonstrate our love for Him. One of the reasons why it's so important to be here on Sundays to worship, when we worship, we are uh, expressing our love for Jesus Christ. We're expressing that love when we come and we sing the songs that we sing. Look, those songs that we sing are not just a, a, an evil ploy to get you to stand up and sit down a couple of times and to waste some time. It is to demonstrate our love for Jesus Christ in the words that we say to, to express those that love for Christ. to express the love that that we have that's why it's so important for us to gather together and to to worship it's not just simply uh singing those songs but that we express that love together And when we do those things, we're professing our love for Jesus Christ. We are proclaiming our love for Jesus Christ. And we practice that love when we're obedient to Him. When we go and we help someone in need. When we go and we visit someone who's alone. When we go and we express the love of God to someone else by witnessing to them. We are demonstrating our love for Jesus Christ by being obedient and going and doing those things. So the question is... Do you really? When was the last time that you were obedient to Jesus Christ? And how much do you love Him? Do you really love Jesus Christ in your life? One of the things that that's so easy to do is to simply say, you know, well, you know, I love Jesus. I I love Him. I I I love God. And and I and you know, you ask somebody if you if they're a Christian. Oh yeah, I'm a Christian. Uh, then what have you done lately to demonstrate that love? What have you done lately to be obedient towards Jesus Christ? There's a lot of things that God shows us in His Word that is a demonstration of His love for us. Throughout Scripture, throughout a long history, God has been demonstrating His love for you from the very beginning to the very end. And He asks of us to do some things to demonstrate our love for Him back to Him. When's the last time you did something to demonstrate your love for Jesus Christ? Do you love Him? If you really love Him, you will obey Him. Let's pray.